fuck a duck. Speechless, <laughs> with nothing to say. We're doing a drinking game. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're listening to Sass No. <laughs> and I was full scale, like 22, and I was like, yup, cradle snatching, Auckland Zoo missing their cougar. You're in the hot seat. Oh, fire round. If someone doesn't want to be with you, why would you want to be with them? Welcome back to another episode of Sass with Cass. All right, guys, welcome back to Sass with Cass. Welcome back to Sass with Cass. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Sass with Cass. I hope you're enjoying uh, the podcast being back and the new artwork and the new intro um, and all that really, really good stuff. It was just super exciting to uh, set all of that up and I'm so grateful to the people who've helped me set the podcast up. Um, I did have to take a little bit of a break from the podcast at the beginning of this year Uh, and I think I can share now pretty openly that that was predominantly down to money. Um, It was actually very expensive to create an episode the way that I was running Um, the model that I was using to create a podcast. So I basically just had to kind of remodel how I do this and get it to the point where it was affordable. um, And within, I've, I've managed to do that. And because I've managed to do that, I can put out episodes whenever I want, which is so exciting. So that is why I was gone and I hope that gives you a bit of an explanation and also is just so so cool because now I can do this whenever I want and check in with you guys so you are getting a little bonus episode this week um, and it is on my full moon routine. I knew that there was a full moon coming up it is in, on Thursday in Capricorn so I thought I would pop this out just so you've got something to listen to and check in with. If you follow me on Instagram you've probably seen my um, endless stories about the moon and astrology. It's one of my great passions and I really really love it. And I always get asked what I do for my full moon routine. So I thought I would just make it really easy and put it in one place so that anyone who is interested in this kind of thing can just use this as a resource. I will be talking about this full moon specifically, but I'm not going to go into like super intense detail just because um, I know people will listen to this in the future. If you are interested in like specific information about this exact moon, I'll probably do a blog post or I will post something up on my story, but I will go into it a little bit on this as well. If you do like um, this kind of stuff, like astrology stuff and, you know, planets and all of that, I would really appreciate the feedback because what tends to happen is I post about all this stuff and no one replies and then like a month later someone will be like or heaps of people like 20 30 40 50 people will be like where's your full moon update and I'm like oh my gosh I didn't realize people actually want this from me so if you do like this kind of content just do let me know it's always appreciated any feedback is always appreciated um so thank you for tuning in and listening your support means so much and let's get into it okay also can i just say i am quite literally sitting on my floor recording this which i have never ever ever done um it is sunday and i honestly just have felt so exhausted this whole week 
So I'm really, really excited to just be sitting here and chilling with you guys um, and talking about one of my favorite things. So in terms of the full moon, I thought I would just give you like, first things first, like full disclaimer, I'm not an astrologer. And I do always say that on my Instagram stories because I do think there are people much more qualified than myself to give you advice. Um, Hannah is incredible, Hannah Creria. And I believe that's how I say her last name. Um, Danielle Beinstein is another one of my favorite astrologers. And if you're into TikTok, there's an astrologer called Marin. And she's really amazing. Also, if you're into YouTube, Stargirl, the Practical Witch, who's actually a tarot reader, but she does a lot of astrology. All of those people, I will link them in the show notes, are all really amazing resources who I would just point you in the right direction of if you want to learn more, check out them. My research is obviously just things I've learned over the many years of being interested in this, but I don't have a proper qualification or anything like that. I don't even know if you can get one, but whatever. So in terms of how the moon works, I'm going to like kind of lay it out a little bit for you. You sort of have this 30 or 31 day-ish cycle. So we've you've probably heard things thrown around like new moon and full moon so a new moon is when the sky is completely dark it is about halfway through the month and then a full moon is when the moon is I believe the new moon is when the sun the full moon is when the sun the moon and the earth are in complete line in alignment but I might be wrong you've got to remember like up in space all these planets are on their own rotation system, like they're on their own path. So as this Earth is turning, it's also going around its sort of rotation. Um, All the planets are going around their rotation around it. So when we have a full moon or a new moon, and specifically when we have a full moon, I think this really applies, you'll commonly hear... It's a full moon in, and then you'll hear a star sign, like Scorpio, Pisces, Capricorn, ETC. And one thing I really just wanted to make clear right from the start is if you hear it's a full moon in Scorpio, that doesn't mean that people with only Scorpio, like a Scorpio sun, will say, would be affected. Just because the moon is in that sign just means that it is in that sign as part of its orbit if that makes sense so it it passes through all the various signs um but if let's say the moon was in scorpio it's likely to affect scorpio placements sun moon rising venus mercury in a different or maybe more intense way and there's also um like four ways that the the um, star signs can be split up so there's like mutable, mutable, cardinal, and I'm forgetting the other two. But actually, let me try search it up. I'll be back. Okay, I am back. So we have the four fixed signs, which is Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. We have the four mutable signs, which is Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. And then we have the cardinal signs, which is Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. So the reason I'm telling you this is like, if we, let's use Scorpio, which we were using. If we had a Scorpio full moon, it's quite likely that all the other fixed signs, which is Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, would be the most, or 
impacted possibly to a higher extent and always remember that there's a whole chart of astrology behind you so if you haven't gotten into astrology and all you know is your sun sign that is no problem at all but just know that you've got a moon sign a rising sign mercury sign all these other signs behind you and one really clear way that full moons can impact signs the most is like the rising sign so you'll often see especially on tiktok people will say you know the rising signs most affected by this full moon and that is what they are referring to so i hope a bit of that gibbledy gabbledy gook makes a bit of sense but i just really wanted to communicate that if the moon is happening in a sign and you keep seeing that everywhere like moon and capricorn moon and capricorn that doesn't mean you should completely ignore it if you're not a capricorn and i get that question all the time so instead what I want you to think about is the moon illuminating that star signs qualities so every sign in the zodiac all the 12 signs have different qualities so if we're going with Scorpio it's really that transformation depth intelligence and if you want to learn more about this listen to the podcast astrology 101 with Hannah Um, I'll link that here as well but the moon is illuminating the elements of that sign. So with this full moon in Capricorn on Thursday, Capricorn is very much the regal, the royal. Um, What people often don't talk about Capricorn is I think they're actually really fun. Like I find Capricorns are so much fun. They have quite a good sense of humor. Um, It is definitely work ethic. 100% Capricorn is connected to yeah intense work ethic pay grade pay rises um, climbing the mountain putting in your hard yards but but really like driven and passionate Um, so those are a few kind of Capricorn themes that might be shining through right now in this moon So now that we're hopefully understanding a little bit more about the moons, I want to communicate something else that I get asked all the time. There is no perfect time to manifest. There is no um, right or wrong when it comes to moons and moon routines and all those things. If you're seeing things saying, don't manifest on this moon, it's dangerous, All of that is honestly bullshit. The way I like to use the full moon is purely as like a monthly check-in. Like I like to use it as a 30-day check-in to see what's working, to see what's not working. And that's what I'm going to be talking about. It's not this like witchy woo-woo thing. I mean, it can be if you want to. I like to use it in a really, really practical way. Um... So I wanted to get that across because I think people get so caught up in what they should do and there is no guideline, there is no book. And like what I'm going to share with you with what I do is purely just what works for me. You can add and change into this however you want. I will say I use the new moon. So the new moon, remember, is in the middle of the month when the sky is black. 
I use the new moon as intention setting and I use the full moon depending on what's coming up for me in my life as either manifestation slash goal setting or release. So this last moon I did in Sagittarius was a very big releasing moon for me. It doesn't have to be. It just depends on what I'm kind of vibing. In terms of manifestation, I'm not really ever, I mean, I don't know how to word this. I'm kind of moving away from manifestation as something like, I want to manifest a Lamborghini. And I'm more trying to ask like, spirit, can you please help me manifest the energy to work harder towards these goals can I please manifest xyz resource like pulling it in a little bit and making it less idealistic and less like I'm just trying to use energy to make things attainable to me if that makes sense because I think it's all well and good for us to write down on a piece of paper I want to have a Lamborghini, but you've got to go through the steps and the stages to get there. You've got to go through the pay grades. You've got to go through the smaller models of car. And whilst I do think anything is possible, I have personally found much more success in helping myself manifest the small steps towards a bigger goal, if that makes sense. And I am quite lucky because I know my bigger goals. I feel like I know a very large chunk of my life purpose or what I, at least I think my life purpose is. So I kind of know where I'm going. If you're someone who doesn't, then maybe this won't work for you as well. And I encourage you to find something that does work for you. But my quote unquote manifestations at this point aren't really changing. So when I have this full moon check-in, it's kind of like me checking in with how my progress is moving towards those goals. And I try not to call them kind of manifestations really so much because what no one talks about with manifestation is how hard you have to work. Like if you think that someone's just going to knock on your door and like give you every single thing, I just don't think it works like that purpose. Um, personally I do think if you're moving and pushing and creating and forcing yourself not forcing yourself but if you're really putting in the hard work that's when the universe can come in and really give you that helping hand if you've asked for it um so I just wanted to make that quite clear so we've we've got a full moon what are we going to do so my full moon prep normally begins about two days out of two days out from the moon um I do have every full moon tracked in my journal and diary so I'm aware when they're coming up I will often feel them coming up today we have a quite a big day that I'm recording this it's the summer solace which is the official middle of the year how scary is that we've also had a quite an intense season we've had an eclipse and we've had a solar eclipse we also have mercury retrograde if you've been having any devices or hard time logging into things and cell phones breaking communication breakdowns I know that I have had heaps um, working online has just been a nightmare recently uh, we also have Jupiter retrograde at the moment I believe We've just come out of Saturn retrograde. So when you're hearing this word retrograde, I it's not it's I think logistically and scientifically it's not the case, but it's it's the planet almost reversing, going backwards. So 
it really kind of is a time of halt or not so much halt, but just kind of shift of perception to maybe look at things that we need to be learning and letting go of. So it can be a little bit of a jarring time. Uh, We also have Mars and Leo right now. If you've been feeling particularly angsty, tense, unable to sit still is one thing my friend Hannah shared with me, but really like kind of moving at the pace of Lightning McQueen, that is because we have Mars and Leo. So we have a lot happening in the sky right now. Um, So like I said, I would about two days out from the moon, be aware of what's going on in the sky. And at that point, I like to turn to my favorite astrologers. So I like to um, see what they're putting out. I'll send some links down below. So I'm starting to understand the moon a bit more. I like to create an altar. So I guess this now I'm really going to get into my process. I like to create an altar. So that's water, fire, earth and air. I'll get like I'll go on a walk and I'll collect like a leaf or I'll um, I have this beautiful crystal bowl and I pour some water in it. I'll put a candle and I I like to group my crystals for the um, two days coming up into kind of color like blue, clear, earth tones and then orange. Uh, And just kind of, my altar is kind of like my honoring of the moon. Um, I remember someone once told me that they did it. I think it was Lacey Phillips, but I listened to it in one of her podcasts or something. But I, I do really love to create an altar. And if you would like to work with goddesses, um, like Aphrodite is a very popular goddess to work with. I've worked with her before. You can call on her energy and put an offering to her on your altar. So Aphrodite like loves really feminine things like rose petals or roses. If that's not down your alley and you're not interested in that, um, don't worry. If that's something you want me to talk more about, I can talk more about that. But I like to have an altar to just honor the moon essentially and then when we come to the full moon the actual date then I I do tend to kind of block out a time in my schedule where I know I can dedicate myself to this practice um, which I would highly recommend doing because life gets in the way so I've always set out like an hour or so to do this And at that point, I will put all my crystals outside. Uh, Please don't ever think you shouldn't put your crystals outside. You can always put your crystals outside. Um, If you have, like, if you don't believe in charging your crystals in the moon, what I would suggest you do is get a pendulum. You can create one with just some tooth floss and a ring. And basically, just Google how to use a pendulum, but you hold it above the crystal the difference you will notice in the swing of the pendulum before and after you have charged your crystal, oh my god, like literally my pendulum will be flying almost out of my hand after I've charged it. They are rocks of energy and I mean I really believe in that process. It just also I just want to tell you you don't only have to cleanse your crystals on a full moon you can if you buy a new crystal I highly recommend you run it underwater or even just sit it in sunlight and then make sure that you're setting intentions in your crystals guys so 
If I get a new crystal, I run it underwater, put it in sunlight, and then I write down what I want the crystal to help me with, and I hold it, and I almost speak that intention into the crystal, okay? Don't just be buying crystals from crystal stores and taking them home and expecting them to do everything for you. Like, you have to tell it what you need help with. Um, So that's just like an extra little tip. I have been using Moldavite for a while. I've also been using Malachite, which I love. Malachite is like, I think my favorite crystal ever, like honestly changed my life. So, I mean, I asked it to change my life. (laughs) So you're going to put, well, I put all my crystals outside and then I like to get a bowl of water, a glass bowl of water and to make some moon water and water does hold memory. So I write the word of one thing I'm trying to really bring into my life. So something like strength or happiness, whatever you want to write, you can write a manifestation and I put that under my water. So that's all out there chilling in the moonlight. And at that point I normally come inside and I love to take a full moon workshop. So the two I do and would suggest number one is the to be magnetic full moon workshop or number two, Chris Corsini. He does a full moon workshop. Chris Corsini, I believe I'm saying his last name probably wrong. I will also link them. His workshops are free or basically you donate what you can. Whereas the TBM full workshop, to be magnetic full workshop, it does charge, but it is a phenomenal workshop. Um, Also, Danielle Beinstein does a monthly full moon workshop as well. I will also link her. Basically, if you none of that tickles your fancy, I would encourage you to watch a tarot reading. So Lumiere or Stargirl, the Practical Witch, I watch their full moon tarot and I just like to sit there and absorb the messages and see what's coming up in their tarot readings, um, see if it resonates and they often speak about really amazing, accurate themes that are coming up for that moon. So put some effort or energy into finding a workshop that works for you, whether it's just watching a free complimentary video on YouTube of a tarot reader or investing something in like the To Be Magnetic Full Moon Workshop. I encourage you to do something like that. Um, From there, I, I really like to cleanse my space. So I cleanse my space currently with sage, but I'm trying to find an alternative because I have heard that that's not, um, like very sustainable or very good it comes from just for cultural reasons as well but I really love to clean my space so I probably will have cleaned my room changed my sheets and then I like to use I have a Tibetan singing sound bowl so I'll often cleanse my space with that um you can honestly just use incense you could do your own research see if you want to use uh, use sage but even if you just want to clean your room and clean your sheets I would really recommend that, like just clean your space. At that point, I like to do my own little tarot card reading. Um, If you'd like to buy yourself some cards or just watch a free card reading, normally I post one on my Instagram, but I like to do like a little card reading for myself. And then from here, I will enter into some journaling. So I'll, if, if you want me to, I can post some prompts on my blog, maybe that might be helpful for you guys. But I really just write like what has been coming up over the last 30 days, 
Um, what is not working? What am I being called to acknowledge? What patterns are resurfacing or coming up? Uh, what have I learned? What have I done well? Uh, things that I want to change in the next 30 days, things I want help with in the next 30 days, things I want to manifest. So you'll notice the theme is like using the moon as this monthly check-in. And that is truly what I do and what I want to get across here. I'm not doing anything like wild with this. It truly just is a monthly check-in for myself and my goals. Um, so from here, if the energy is really calling me to release, like last month, I honestly didn't even do any of that. I just wrote this big ass letter of things I wanted to release Normally I will write, like, I'll acknowledge my own behavioral patterns and things I want to let go of. And I like to fold that up and in a contained, safe environment, of course, I love to burn my um, releasing list or things I want to let go of. People often say that you need to burn your manifestation list. I never do that. I actually like to have my manifestation list on hand to refer back to if I need to um so I really just burn anything I'm trying to release and at that point often when I'm journaling if I can or at definitely definitely if I'm burning a releasing list I will sit outside and just look at the moon and just absorb it I would really 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 recommend that you do that um of course, weather dependent, but just go and sit and be and stare at it. And I love looking at it and I just feel like the tiniest, teeniest dot in the blink of oblivion. <laughs> so get some time in front of the actual moon. And yeah, like I said, if you want specific prompts, I would really recommend it. But if you do take Chris's full moon workshop or you do take the TBM full workshop or any other workshop you would like to, Danielle Beinstein's, they also have a lot of moon specific prompts. So those professionals will create prompts in line with that certain moon. Um, otherwise, you can just come up with your own. Um, so the next day I normally wake up feeling really great and that evening I will always, always, always take a bath and in the bath I pour my full moon water into the bath with some baking soda and some lavender and some Epsom salts and that is just to cleanse your aura, especially the baking soda and I line the bath with uh, my crystals from outside that have the energy from the moon. I like to honestly listen to um, sound bowls when I'm in the bath so I listen to that just on a speaker playing and I'll often like I want to say pray but I don't know if it's really praying but like I like to speak to whoever you want to speak to yourself God spirit source whatever it is but I literally just sit there and I speak to spirit and I I just you'd be so surprised guys like if you sit there and you tap in and you ask a question what knowledge and insight will pop into your head um so that is really what I take the space to do in the bath and yeah from that I get out and I pop my crystals back on the shelf and that is essentially 
all I do when we have a full moon. Um, Nothing overly different. I think, you know, create something that feels really good and really beautiful for you. I kind of, like, I wanted to make this because I love the idea of using the moons as this check-in point like I've said so many times but that that is really how I personally interpret it and I can't recommend enough doing your own little research into what's coming up for each moon because it's different every month like this month it's in Capricorn next month it will be in Pisces or Aquarius whatever it is it will change every time depending on where the moon is in its rotation um I will give you a little bit of insight into Capricorn. Uh, Capricorn rules the teeth and the mouth and the jaw. So if you're having any dental problems or toothaches at the moment, that might be because of the old Capricorn. Um, Capricorn's really about speaking your truth, shining your light. And I would really encourage everyone to not only look at what they want to accomplish through hard work and maybe in their career, but also acknowledge how far you've come and acknowledge the mountains you've climbed and how hard you have worked um so I kind of Capricorn's quite close to my heart like I actually have a lot of Capricorn in my chart hidden behind my big six nearly anything everything else is kind of in Capricorn I have my 10th house in Capricorn too which is all about um work and fame and how you're perceived and um I think Capricorn is kind of perceived quite differently than how it is. Like people sort of, I used to think people kind of made it out to be the boring one, but there's so much, so much fun and vitality and beauty in it. And also just like this regalness, this royalness. Um, So if you are a Capricorn sun, you might be feeling this one. I will tell you if you do know your chart, I personally find my moon sign, which I'm a Scorpio moon, God help me, but I am, the most um, powerful for manifesting. Like last year I manifested on the Scorpio moon and I literally got every single thing from my manifestation list. So that's a little sneaky deaky deaky tip to quite kind of focus on, it just makes sense, eh, that your moon sign would be the most powerful with the full moon, makes sense. Um, So I hope that was any help at all. I will be doing a proper rundown of this moon and some blog questions if you want. But that is my two cents on what I do. Please remember, because I feel like I get asked this all the time. There is no right or wrong with this. Um, There really, really, really isn't. Never think it's the wrong time to manifest or it's the wrong time to put my crystals out. You could do both those things at any time. So I hope this was some help and gave you some insight. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode for those who wanted it. And have a beautiful evening and happy full moon. Bye.